0: Welcome to Churchpreneur's podcast. My name is Richard Moore. I'm your host and informant for everything church, theology, and faith related. Churchpreneur's vision is to accelerate the church in mission, vision, and effectiveness in fulfilling the great commission in our communities. Churchpreneur's hopes to embolden people to fulfill the great commission beyond their own borders into the rest of the world within this generation. In this podcast, I talk about everything that's moving me in relation to church and theology, hopefully to empower you and your ministry, church, Bible study, theological understanding, and most importantly, your personal growth in Christ. Today, I'd like to talk to you about what I'm going to call Camp Christianity. My question is, which camp are you? Do you um, follow this certain camp this certain teacher this certain leader this certain movement do you like gospel coalition are you more of a exponential guy what kind of ministries and teachers and leaders and theologians and christian leaders do you tend to associate with at the moment so which camp are you which camp are you which christian camp are you i want to introduce our time just real quick with it's just be a short time today with um, what paul uh, asks in first corinthians chapter 3 you might be familiar with it i want to just go over it today i'll read the whole section so we can get a kind of a framework for uh, the current state of evangelicalism, the current state of what we do in evangelicalism when we side with certain teachers and leaders and have a fit affiliation, affinity for uh, certain speakers, certain you know uh, teachers, preachers, etc. I'm not going to uh, criticize today, hopefully, but I do want to give a warning and an encouragement. So, so Paul in First Corinthians three. Uh, deals with the issue of what I'm going to call Christian camps. So there were several Christian camps uh, in his time, and he kind of lays it out. It was probably the camp of Paul, the camp of Apollos, and the camp of Cephas. So let me just read 1 Corinthians 3 1 through 23. But I, brothers, could not address you as spiritual people, but as people of the flesh, as infants in Christ. I fed you with milk, not solid food, for you were not ready for it. And even now you are not ready, for you are still the flesh. For while there is jealousy and strife among you, are you not of the flesh and behaving only in a human way? For when one says, I follow Paul, and another says, I follow Apollos, are you not being merely human? What then is Apollos? What is Paul? servants through whom you believed, as the Lord assigned to each. I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the growth. So neither he who plants nor he who waters is anything, but only God who gives the growth. He who plants and he who waters are one, and each will receive his wages according to his labor. For we are God's fellow workers, you are God's field, God's building. According to the grace of God given to me, like a skilled master builder, I laid a foundation, and someone else is building upon it. Let each one take care how he builds upon it. For no one can say, no one can lay a foundation other than which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. If anyone's work is burned up, he will suffer loss, though he himself will be saved, but only as through fire. Do you not know that you are God's temple and that God's Spirit dwells in you? If anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy him. For God's temple is holy and you are that temple. Let no one deceive himself. If anyone among you thinks that he is wise in this age, let him become a fool that he may become wise for the wisdom of this world is folly with god for it is written he catches the wise in their craftiness and again the lord knows the thoughts of the wise but they are futile so let no one boast in men for all things are yours whether paul or apollos or cephas or the world or life or death or the present or the future. All are yours, and you are Christ's, and Christ is God's. So, uh, this is a very interesting passage. I just wanted to bring it up in the context of our current Christian, uh, let's say, camp mentality, where we tend to want to affiliate or uh, find affinity with certain teachers, preachers, I think I've said this in a previous uh, podcast. I'm guilty of it. I I tend toward listening to uh, the people who are popular in the day. I'm reading a David Platt book right now, which happens to be pretty good so far. Um, and uh, I, I, like, I like listening to teachers and preachers and hearing what God is saying through them. But uh, Paul here gives us a real clear uh, layout of... Of, you know, people who said, I belong to Apollos or I belong to Cephas. And, and Paul is questioning that saying, wait a minute, um, who, who are they? You know, we're nobody. We're just servants. And the same thing, uh, he would say for he himself, we're just servants. Um, he says at the very end, um, uh, whether Apollos or Cephas or the world or life or death or the present and future, all are yours. We all belong to each other um, because we belong to Christ. So he, he tries to sort of debunk this camp mentality. Hey, I belong to Pauls. I'm in his camp. Uh, hey, I belong to Platt. I'm in his camp. I'm I'm a Gospel Coalition guy. I'm I'm in their camp. I'm a I'm a Acts 29 guy. I'm in their camp. I'm a, a exponential guy. I'm in that camp. I'm in the missional camp. I'm an Alan Hirsch guy. I'm I'm in that camp. Um, whatever camp you affiliate with or or find affinity with um, Paul is saying here hey none of that really matters yeah you know I planted Apollos water but God brought the fruit God is the one who gives growth but I also want to not just diminish that and say hey that's not important whatsoever but uh, that it actually is important that we learn and i think that's what paul's saying here too it's not just it's a warning of hey don't put too much hope in man man is going to fail you you're going to put someone on a pedestal and uh, jesus christ is the foundation not these men men aren't the foundation christ is those men are just pointing to the foundation and building on that foundation. Let me also encourage us too, in that same vein, Jesus Christ is the foundation of the church. Church leader, you're, you're looking to the newest leaders in Christendom. You're looking to the newest evangelical leaders. That's great, but let them point you to the foundation that is Christ. If you find yourself sort of getting off of that main uh, emphasis, then put them aside. Put them aside, and let not your camp orientation or your camp affinity, which camp you're in, also define you and say, "I belong to this camp and that camp, and this is who we are." And uh, let everybody's yours. All are yours. He says at the end of the of the passage here in First Corinthians three, and you are Christ, and Christ is God's. So don't. Uh, let your camp affiliation draw you away from Christ and from Him as the foundation. And I, I'm hoping you're reading and listening to and and, and whatever else, um, having affinity in some camp with a camp that's laying the foundation that is Christ and pointing to Him and Him only, and that you would draw yourself away from anything that says I belong to apollos or I belong to Paul or I belong to Cephas or I belong to Platt, or I belong to, uh, yeah, whatever. I don't know, the, the the newest guy you're listening to or reading or whatever. I belong to that camp and setting your stake down in that camp. Uh, this this is not uh, what we are as Christians. I want to play now a, a soundbite for you that really is pretty encouraging. Uh, I love Shy Lin. Shai Lin's a hip-hop artist. Does a lot of good, I believe, for the uh, theological thinker, uh, for the theological um, young, uh, restless, and reformed, let's say. I mean, he's reformed, so you got to just give it to him. He's that camp. But um, he uh, he has a soundbite on one of his albums, and I just want to play it for us uh, real quick and let it encourage us. This is
1: our history, and I say take it up. Take it up and learn. Take it up and read. Paul told the Corinthians in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, that all things are yours. All things are yours. All things are mine. Moses is mine. I can take up Exodus. I can put Exodus down. I can read Deuteronomy. I can put Deuteronomy down. Moses is mine. David is mine. I can pick up the Psalms. I can preach from the Psalms. I can reflect upon the Psalms. David is mine. Isaiah is mine. Jeremiah is mine. But not only that, Paul is mine. And John is mine, and Peter is mine, and James is mine. But beloved, not only that, Wycliffe is mine, and Luther, and Calvin, and Zwingli, they are mine. And Bunyan is mine, and Owen is mine, and Baxter is mine, and Edwards, and Whitfield, and Wesley, Newton, Cooper, Watson, Toplady, Lady, Richard Allen, Absalom Jones, Andrew Bryant, they are mine. Spurgeon is mine Warfield is mine Dorothy Sayers is mine Fanny Crosby Tommy Dorsey They are all mine G. Campbell Morgan is mine Lloyd-Jones is mine J.R. Packer is mine G. Gretchen Mason is mine Murray is mine McArthur is mine Evans is mine Swindoll is mine Burkhoff, Boyce, Pro, Piper, Horton Nunes, Jones, Sherrod Bradley, Ellis They are all mine Because I am Christ And Christ is God
0: It's hard to not let that get you fired up. Um, I love it, I love Shaolin. love listening to him and, and, and hearing all the, the great theology that he uh, can bring to hip-hop and, and get us fired up with, what a, what, what, with an incredible medium like hip-hop. So um, the one things I would uh, add to that, I, it's not much to add to that because uh, he did a great job there, but the things I might add to that are the missionary category. You know, I'd say Zinzendorf is mine. The Moravians, they're mine. John Wesley, sorry, you know, if he, a lot of you know, a lot of Reformed folks don't care for Wesley as much, but you know, he won people to the Lord. George Mueller, um, Alexander Duff. This is an interesting story. Go find that story. He's a Scottish missionary to Calcutta, India. Go find him. Alexander Duff is mine. Adoniram Judson, Hudson Taylor, uh, William Carey, C.T. Studd, the Cambridge Seven. You think of, of William Carey and C.T. Studd and what they gave up. And you think of what William Carey went through. I mean, to, to, to make Christ known in the nations is incredible. He had uh, seven translations, nearly finished, all of them. And his whole mission in India Uh, Several Sanskrit languages, translations of the Bible finished and they burned to the ground. He lost everything. He lost all his translations up until that point. And so William Carey is mine. What he went through and what he wrote and what he did is mine because the, the whole body of Christ belongs together. I don't have a camp as a Christian. We're sort of campless. We, we have the, the, the faithful fathers of the faith going before us, and they are ours. See, Studd in the Cambridge Seven, he renounced his wealth to go be a missionary in China with his seven brothers, the Cambridge Seven. Uh, I would add to the theological category there. Dietrich Bonhoeffer, take him up, pick him up, read him. Read Life Together. It's an amazing book. Read his other books, The Cost of Discipleship. I'd take Wayne Grudem up. Wayne Grudem, if you're a theologian, you need to have his systematic theology in your library. I just was actually able to get two of those recently for a good price. So pick up Wayne Grudem, A.W. Pink. I don't think uh, I don't think he mentioned him in that. I think he mentioned Sproul. Uh Warren Wearsby is a great commentator. Pick him up. J. Vernon McGee. Uh, I like uh, Jay Vernon McGee's voice on, on his on his shows. But <laughs> um, I, I actually got a set of uh, of commentaries from McGee from my grandparents. I would pick up Johnny Erickson Tata. She's written a lot of books on the theology of suffering. And she can help the Christian, help you and your church ministry to understand suffering better. To, to teach your congregations how to suffer well. I mean, yeah, he did mention all the all the reformers, Luther, Zwingli, Martin Bucer. I would pick him up. All the other reformers. Pick these men up. They are our camp. Yeah? Because... Because, as he said at the end, you are Christ's and Christ is God's. We belong to each other. All are yours in Christ. You don't belong to a camp. You belong to the community of the redeemed. And I pray, church leader, you would pick them all up because all are yours and Christ is God's. Thanks for listening to the Churchpreneurs Podcast today. You can find out more information at my website at www.richardpmore.net. I also blog at www.richardpmore.blogspot.com. You're welcome to follow me on Twitter. My Twitter handle is at richardpmore23. You can also email us at churchpreneurs at gmail.com. That's C-H-U-R-C-H-E-P-R-E-N-E-U-R-S at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. If you have any ideas for a podcast or any comments or questions, please reach out on one of those platforms. God bless you. Until next time, take care.